Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Football Index Club daily podcast. As always, I'll, I will be going over what's going on in the Football Index stock market today, covering the rises and fallers and anything else which could be of interest to yourself if you are listening. Hopefully that this will be a useful, informative episode and you will take something away from it. So just getting straight into it, Jack Grealish up 32p then to £6, sorry, to up to £5.65. A huge rise there. He had dropped quite a bit. So he had dropped from a peak of £5.82, um, sorry, £5.95 even in earlier this month. Um, he went all the way down to £5.38. And then he's earned 10p in media dividends yesterday and 10p in media dividends today. Well, he looks very set to earn those dividends again today anyway. And that's due to him going out despite um, not being allowed at the moment due to the coronavirus and then being involved in a car accident of some sort, leading to a lot of negative media attention. A little bit controversial that Football Index have kept that in there as in the past, they have removed a lot of negative media articles. Off the top of my head, I remember the rape, allega- rape allegations against Ronaldo were removed. Um, and there's been quite a few other ones, even some that have been a little bit more recent. So it is a bit weird that they have kept that um, Jack Grealish um, media reports So I think they could probably do with having some sort of set system, either leaving it all or being very strict and firm on removing any negative articles because it's a bit weird having some some included and some not included. I think they just need to be very um, firm and decisive on it. But is not the worst issue in the world. Um, and I'm sure that is something they'll probably clear up over the next few months when they do the big media review, which I'm sure they are maybe looking to work on at the moment. Um, Sancho and Phil Foden and Reese James and Curtis Jones, Trent Alexander-Arnold all up 10, 11p. Um, big rises there, really. All quality young players. Curtis Jones I really like. I've talked about him loads of times. Um, just a big fan of him from the youth games. I still hold a few. I'm not sure how much more he rises. It will probably depend on his game time. And Reese James and Phil Foden both, um, well, they've they've looked good really this season when they have played. Phil Foden's not had that many minutes, but he looked really good in the cup against Villa and he's really shot up. And I think with Jaden Sancho rising so much, he's certainly carrying some of these other young quality, young, so I've said young twice there, um, some of these other English talents up the young ones um, who have the potential to rise further in the future if they do really break onto the scene and start earning match day dividends and even media dividends due to being young and English um, because that does often lead to media dividends. So I suppose it's probably worth looking for other young, I really need to stop saying that word, um, other young English players who do have the potential to be quality because there will be plenty of them out there. I think a lot of them probably aren't on Football Index at the moment. Um, One player that I really like, who I watched a lot of when I used to go to the FA, um, not FA, the Manchester City under-18 games, was Tommy Doyle at Man City. I asked for him to be IPO'd about a year ago and he hasn't, so 
I'm sure by the time he does get IPO'd, everyone will know about him and he'll be on the platform for three or four quid. But uh, there is certainly quite a few other young English talents out there who do have the potential to be quality talents and maybe rise as much as Sancho over the next few years. You never know. Um, we probably haven't had a talent as good as Sancho, I wouldn't say, since maybe Rooney doing it at his age. I'm not sure. Um, off the top of my head, it's hard to think of many. But then there has also been some that have failed, even Saido Berahino. Um, he was doing well, wasn't he, when he was about 20 years old, 19 at West Brom. I should probably fact check that. I'm, I'm sure I can find some sort of... Um, Statistic on Saido Berahino when he was 18. Jeez, he's 26 now. That's weird. Um, but yeah, West Brom, let's have a look. So yeah, 2014-15 season, he had 14 goals in 38. So yeah, he would have been, so that's uh, five seasons ago. Well, he would have been 21 actually, so I'm probably talking nonsense here. Um, but no, there is quite a few other players who, I've come onto the scene and done really well at a young age, but I don't think there has been any who have done as well as Jaden Sancho at such young age in terms of statistics, goals, assists, and then, of course, gaining all this media attention recently too. And it looks like young quality players just will continue to rise as they do have a chance of earning a lot of matchday dividends and media dividends in the future. We don't know how much dividends will rise in the future as well. Marcus Rash Marcus Rashford, another one, going up 9p. So I think the main thing there is probably Jadon Sancho setting such a high price ceiling to the for these other players and sort of sets that bar so high. So it suggests that these other players could maybe hit such a high price one day. Probably they probably won't get to the standard of Jadon Sancho, but it's the speculation and hype which can lead to such massive rises. And then um, on the downside then, well, the players dropping up Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba, I hold both of them. And it's probably not a good call buying those players, but fortunately I've been highlighting some great players on the website and I'm really confident in the players that I've been highlighted on the site recently. Um, quite a lot of my picks have been going up this month, which is really good to see. And as I've been saying, it's been a fantastic time to buy this month with so many players dropping. Nicolas Zaniolo, I think, is up the most now for this month because I highlighted him at around £2.20 something earlier um, a couple of weeks ago and he's already up to £2.50 which is a nice rise but it is a little bit harder because I do tend to just delve into the under £3 market I don't really want to start going into the higher priced players because they do fluctuate a little bit more and they can be a little bit risky as we were seeing with Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba both dropping. So I'm happy to buy them myself, but I wouldn't really want to advise other traders to necessarily buy them um, in case it does go hor horribly wrong, really, um, which we've kind of seen with Bruno Fernandes dropping ATP, um, which is a huge drop. Well, actually he's dropped from a peak of about £10.50. He was at one point, so he's down about £1.20 now. And there's definitely a lesson to be learned there. Um, not really just for myself, because I think I was fully aware of the risk going into that. And I did regret buying him straight afterwards. Um, I just kind of wanted to delve into the top end to earn some dividends and try and execute a short-term trade. And I didn't really manage that very well. Um, but that's a lesson for me to have learned. And I really do think the more mistakes you make on Football Index, the better you get at trading. Um, and I don't really mind either, because... It's just been a, quite a few weeks. I think I kind of needed to have 
some price movements at the time. Um, it's probably good for me emotionally, even if they have gone down since. Um, but anyway, the lesson there learned for me, well, I kind of already knew this, but it just reinforces it, I suppose, is don't go ahead and buy into players just because they're rising. That's the main one. Um, but also don't buy players because in the short term they've done really well. I think as a player's price increases more than more due to the earning dividends in the short term, you're probably seeing the odds on their price continuing to rise actually fall as their price rises even more because it will get to a point where they've maybe got another, what, 10, 20% in them maximum um, as they're earning dividends. However, and this is the main bit, the potential downside is a lot more if the dividends do dry up. And I think we're seeing that with Bruno Fernandes now. Not 10, 20%, I'd probably call it, I don't know, 2 to 5%. Um, because the fluctuations aren't that large, I wouldn't say. Um, but basically, I think the point I'm trying to make here is just be careful when you're buying into some of the top end, especially if they are a little bit older. I think Jaden Sancho is fairly safe at £12.30 due to his age. However, having said that, I also wouldn't be too surprised to see him drop down to £10 if uh, the transfer link's completely dried up. And he stayed at Borussia Dortmund and there was a bit of a shift in the whole market as a whole. As I spoke about recently, there are paradigm shifts. In the current paradigm, Jadon Sancho looks a brilliant hold and he looks like he's going to get to 15 quid and there's all these reasons for him to buy, all these reasons to buy him. And given the current situation in the market and the quality of his performances and all the boxes that he ticks, he looks like the perfect player. And right now in front of us, that's what we see. So we see Jadon Sancho with potential to earn match day dividends, media dividends. He's earned media dividends recently. He's young, he's English, he's quality, goals, assists, just a plethora of reasons to buy him. However, that's what's in front of us right now. And that's very much already reflected in this price because everyone else on the market is already seeing that as well. Now, if the whole market kind of shifts in a sense, suddenly money starts going into lower price players, players gaining transfer speculation are less of interest. Jaden Sancho's performances drop and he doesn't end up at Man United um, and the dividends kind of dry up for a few weeks or months then his price drops a huge amount because his price is already reflecting that potential to earn those media dividends and possibly get a high-profile transfer to a Premier League club. Um, that's not 100% nailed on to happen. and so, But it is already, I'd say, pretty much reflected in his price. So what I'm saying is he could rise further. Um, we don't know that. We don't know what's really going to happen there. But one thing is for sure is that his price already reflects him earning media dividends over the next few weeks and months and years to come. That's what I'd say. So I don't know what's going to happen with his price. I've always been quite a big advocate for buying Sancho. Um, I've always said he ticks a lot of boxes and he is a quality young talent and there's just so many reasons to buy him and he is going to earn dividends. That looks pretty nailed on. However, how much now is his price already reflecting those facts? And that was true with Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba one month ago. Their prices already reflected their potential to immediate dividends, a dry spell with a lack of fixtures due to the coronavirus. 
And so their prices already became inflated in a way because they were set to earn so much in media dividends over this period of time. And now once those media dividends have dried up, as they have, those players start to drop. And everyone on Twitter who's been banging on about these players being such great holders, as they've been earning media dividends so much so frequently, start to go into a cave and don't hype them up any longer as they move on to the next player. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird one. I think that's my thoughts on it. I hope I've explained that fairly well. I will hopefully explain it better in the future, as I intend to do these podcasts every single day for... Well, the future, I mean, I might end up doing these podcasts podcasts for the next five years. We'll see what happens. Um, and anyway, I'll move on to the increase list with the uh, rest of the market now because there is a few players rising. We've got Ruslan Malinovsky at Atlanta up. He's up a huge amount, 15%, up to £1.15. I'm sure he must have earned some transfer links because I can't see why else he would have rose in price. And I'm struggling to find any transfer links, if I'm honest. His price had dipped quite a bit. So his price had dipped down from £1.19 in February down to 99p. So maybe a trader's just gone in on him or maybe he's been pumped on Twitter. Um, But I'm not 100% sure why he has increased in price. If I do hear anything between now and tomorrow, I will. Well, I'll get it included in tomorrow's podcast probably if uh, if I hear anything about that. But he's a player who's uh, got a lot of potential, really, to hit some high PP scores. He only came on the market this season, and he's got a few goals for Ukraine in particular, so probably quite a good hold for Euro 2021 and the World Cup. Um, but other than that, we've got Borna Sosa up 8p, and he looks pretty set to get promoted with VFB Stugart. He's a player I looked into quite a lot earlier this season, well, a few weeks ago, actually, because... I was looking into players who could rise due to a promotion. Now, he doesn't actually play that regularly for VFB Stuttgart. He does rank very highly on crosses um, and a few other favourable statistics which relate to him potentially performing well for the PB matrix when I've looked into various players on resources like Instat. Um, so, yeah, maybe he'll do well, but I'm not really too sure about him. Um, he is quite a young talent as well and he's been in and around that Croatia squad so possibly he could play at Euro 2021 and rise over the next 12 months or so that's about it there's not really too many other players rising huge amounts Sound of Guedes is up 6p Tagliafico up 6p Giovanni Di Lorenzo up 6p Richards Chris Fitchers is up 5p all players gaining transfer links so as I've been saying lately a lot of players gaining transfer links on the rise and it's mostly players earning media dividends recently who have been rising the most. So as I've said, Jack Grealish up a huge amount. Once these media dividends dry up for the next few days, I wouldn't really be too surprised to see his price start falling again from £5.65. Having said that, he has also been linked to Manchester United, which is also a huge reason why he's increased in price. And Man United seem to be kind of in between buying Madison and Grealish, according to the reports anyway. Um they're the two quality English playmakers who they cons- who they are consistently linked to buying. And I think whichever player they do sign out of those two, if they do sign either of them, I'm not really sure how likely either of those transfers actually are to go ahead. But if they were to sign Grealish or Madison, I wouldn't be surprised to see either of those players rise a huge amount. And their prices will continue to fluctuate depending on which player is 
linked to Man United the most. Madison's not been linked so much lately, so his price has dropped quite a fair bit. And if those transfer links pick up again, I'm sure we will see Madison rise and maybe Jack Grealish fall and vice versa. Um, but anyway, that's it for today. I hope you found this interesting. I hope you've taken something away from it. I think I've learned a lot from maybe just expressing what's somehow in my subconscious just from analysing the market so often. It probably does go into my brain somewhere. And these podcasts really give me some time to express what's in my mind. And, and I only wish I could apply that to my own trading more often. When I am thinking so rationally, I do try and get some good points across in my blogs. But sometimes my emotions can get the better of me, which I think happened with Paul Pogba and Bruno Fernandes. And I can certainly advise against that. And it's something that I will definitely strive to work on. I haven't actually executed any purchases since I bought them, as I suppose I've been in a bit of a period where I've just thought I'm just going to leave it for a bit while COVID-19 goes on and so much is happening around us. Um the only thing I've really done is actually sold a few Steven Berghaus, who I had, who's increased quite a bit recently as I bought him fairly cheap um, a month or two ago and he's risen quite a bit. So I thought I'd sell him to the market. But other than that, I've not really been trading, although I have picked out some decent players lately. And hopefully I will continue to pick out some great players who will rise in price and any members on Football Index Club can really take advantage of that and get on those rises and hopefully sell for a good profit. So as always, thanks for listening. Sorry if this has been a slightly longer episode than usual and I will be making another one tomorrow.